Green Pastures are the weekly devotions published by Vineyard Boise, consisting of four parts, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. Green Pastures for Saturday, July 16th. We refuse to be enemies. Today's scripture reading is Galatians chapter 5, verses 13 through 15 from Mike's Amplified Version, which reads, You, my kith and kin, have been called to the high ground of freedom. Don't surrender an inch of it, nor use it as a springboard for your self-focused pursuits. But rather, in self-offering love, serve one another like devoted slaves. All of Torah, with all of its commands and rules and instructions and institutions, comes down to one word. Love your neighbor as an extension of yourself. But if you give in to your tribal instincts of defending your turf by biting and viciously devouring each other, watch out, or you'll obliterate each other, leaving nothing but a greasy spot. This is God's word. We refuse to be enemies, how Muslims and Jews can make peace one friendship at a time, by Sabiha Raymond and Walter Ruby. This was my first read of the new year, it'd be 2022, a title I'd never come across, but one my son intuited correctly that I would enjoy reading. It's the shared story of how an elderly Muslim woman and an elderly Jewish man met quite by accident after each had spent a lifetime working to establish unity between Muslim and Jewish communities, and then compared notes from their respective journeys. We need two Muslims at this table, a Jewish man stood up and called out, Sabiha relates. A Muslim man then from another table stood up, We need a Jew at our table. Sabiha writes, I was at an interfaith feast and the MC had announced the ground rules. Each table had to have an equal number of people from each faith. Voices were calling out for a Jew, a Muslim. Men and women were leaving their seats to make room for the other, crisscrossing one another as they rushed to fill the seats, a Muslim taking a seat vacated by a Jew, a Jew nodding thank you to the Muslim offering her chair and beaming at the welcoming roar of their table mates. Rabbi Raleigh Matalon took the stage for the invocation. This is heaven, he said. When I hear someone call out, we need a Muslim, we need a Jew, this is heaven. In that moment, I, a Muslim woman, found my lost paradise. For just an instant, I had witnessed a glimpse of the future I want for my children, my grandchildren, and my country. Wow. Just wow. That's why I found myself emoting out loud over and over as I read the book, along with several major woes, often accompanied by tears of joy, for how can there not be tears of joy when brothers and sisters, fellow human beings, dwell together, even if just for one night during a feast in unity, instead of blowing each other up? This is heaven. That takes me back to Ray's field and field of dreams as shoeless Joe Jackson yells from the edge of the baseball diamond Ray had made in the middle of his corn. Is this heaven? No, Ray yells back. 
It's Iowa. Only to look around later as he took in the entire scene of reconciliation and harmony among the living and the dead and say to himself, maybe this is heaven. Maybe. Maybe for us too. Isn't it remarkable that Jews and Muslims can tear down their barriers and work together on common causes in a way that Jesus people from differing sides of their divides so often cannot? And yet, in today's reading from the fifth page of Paul's letter to the Galatians, this is precisely what Paul calls us as Jesus people to do. From ancient Jewish writ, Two powerful momentums are contrasted here. The momentum through which we refuse to be enemies and lean into loving our neighbor as ourselves. The momentum through which we refuse to be enemies and lean into loving our neighbor as ourselves. And a momentum that sucks us into the same old tribal rhythms that not only lead us to ghost each other, but to make ghosts of each other. Love your neighbor as yourself. Bite and devour each other as we give in to our primal instincts, our tribal instincts of defending our turf when anybody dares to tread on me. These momentums are mutually exclusive. We must pick, and we do, daily. The story is told of a rather cheeky Gentile who approached the great Rabbi Shammai and asked him to teach him the entire Torah while standing on one foot. I'm guessing the Gentile did it on a dare. Well, with a huff, Shammai drove him out of his presence. So this same cheeky Gentile approached Shammai's great rival, Rabbi Hillel, just down the road. Teach me the entire Torah while standing on one foot. Hillel smiled rose up on one foot and told him, That which is hateful, do not do to another. That is the entire Torah. The rest is commentary. Now go study. And so now with the Galatians, Paul stands on one foot, telling them that the entire Torah and the entire gospel is summed up in one word. Love your neighbor as yourself. Oh, the challenge of translating that word in the here and now. Can we actually set aside our primal tribal instincts to defend our turf when others tread on it and on us and actually love our neighbor and our enemy as ourselves? Even by sharing a table with them, like these Muslims and Jews. The pure joy shared by so many of us in that magical encounter showed me that Muslim-Jewish outreach wasn't just about talking earnestly, finding commonalities and forming alliances. Under the right circumstances, Muslims and Jews could actually love one another, writes Sabiha Raymond. What more propitious circumstance could there be than that of the self-offering love of Jesus, through which he draws all humanity to himself. How long will it take us to translate this word, love, into this cultural moment that we now that we into this cultural moment we now find ourselves in? How long 
will we continue to bite and devour one another instead? Honestly, I want to tell you to read today. Honestly, I want to tell you to read today's text at least 10 more times. It's so desperately needed, so vitally relevant. Tell you what, I'll read it once more now and leave it to you to take care of the other nine times, okay? You, my kith and kin, have been called to the high ground of freedom. Don't surrender an inch of it, nor use it as a springboard for your own self-focused pursuits. But rather, in self-offering love, serve one another like devoted slaves. All of Torah, with all of its commands and rules and instructions and institutions, comes down to one word. Love your neighbor as an extension of yourself. But if you give in to your tribal instincts by defending your turf, by biting and viciously devouring each other, watch out or you'll obliterate each other, leaving nothing but a greasy spot. Now, pause for a moment of personal reflection and prayer. What more propitious circumstance could there be for experiencing harmony and love among humans at odds with one another than that of the self-offering love of Jesus through which he draws all humanity to himself? How long will it take us to translate this word, love, into this cultural moment we now find ourselves in? How long will we bite and devour one another instead? Whom are you being challenged to love as yourself today? Lord, enough of the biting the devouring, the tribal self-defense, the circling of the wagons, the withdrawing into safe camps of those who look and feel and act and talk just like us. Bring on a rebirth, a renewal, a rekindling of the flame of selfless and self-offering love through which we not only love our neighbors, but our enemies as we stop cutting each other up and enter into the feast at the table that you have set for all the nations. Through your spirit, with, upon, and in us. Amen.